our foster care system is shattered. And this podcast is about how we as a community can come together to bring about change, change in the system and changing the lives of children in foster care. Hi, my name is Rob Shear. I'm the founder of a national charity called Comfort Cases. I'm an advocate for children in foster care. I'm a public speaker. I'm an author of A Forever Family, but most important, I'm a dad to five of the most amazing kids. Welcome to the Fostering Change Podcast. Well, it's hard to believe we're here at another episode of Fostering Change. And it's really exciting because this is National Foster Care Awareness Month. You know, we actually kicked this off about three days ago. And for those of you who have followed us on social media or have maybe been listening to our podcast, we all know about May. The month of May is when they um, decide to give us one month when it comes to foster care. I remind people all the time that every single day we should talk about kids who are entering um, foster care. You know, our next guest this morning when I woke up, I was trying to figure out, was I going to wear my typical comfort case shirt that so many of you see me in? Or was I going to wear a shirt that I think I'm actually going to save for our next meeting, which is 700? 700. You know, I think about that number every single day because that is the number of children that we average in the United States that enter foster care. And as I remind people all the time, kids enter foster care because of choices other people make. That is not the choice that they want. And these children are not bad children. They're children that just need to be loved, to know that they matter, they're not invisible, and they're not disposable. Disposable. You know, I um, will be taking the trash out tonight because tonight's our trash night. My five children will gather and we will gather all the trash throughout the house and we will put them all in this a black trash bag. And, you know, every week when I do that, I think about the number of children who enter foster care who are actually handed a trash bag, a trash bag. You know, we take them away from the only home they know. We try to say that we're rescuing them. And then we do not think about their mindset and we hand them a trash bag. Well, there's something new getting ready to happen. And it's been happening actually for the last seven years. See, the most leading luggage company then in the world, Briggs and Riley, they actually came to me not long ago and asked if I wanted to be a part of this amazing program that they do every year, A Case for Giving. You know, at first I will have to say, um, I'm a pretty blunt guy. I was like, why would I want to give a piece of luggage that someone else used to a child in foster care? But then it's a Briggs and Riley, a Briggs and Riley. And I have to tell this quick story before I invite Richard on to um, start talking about this. See, I've told most of you, all of you who have read my book know, I grew up in the system. I was handed a trash bag. I was told that I wouldn't amount to anything. I aged out of foster care, carrying a trash bag, and again, being told that I wasn't going to be something. Well, guess what? I did it. I did it. I became a successful businessman, and I never looked back. And I remember 
when I walked into the store to buy my first piece of luggage, my first piece of luggage that hadn't been given to me or I bought it off the, the, the local five and dime store. Um, and it was a Briggs and Riley. That's right, a Briggs and Riley. I was so, so excited. You unfolded this piece of luggage. I could fit three of my suits in this luggage as I traveled all over the country for my job. You know, I didn't really know the history of Briggs and Riley, but today my guest, Richard Krulik, the CEO of Briggs and Riley, who is going to be here to not only talk about the amazing history of Briggs and Riley, but why Comfort Cases was chosen for their amazing program and about how you can all get invited. Richard, thank you for coming to Fostering Change. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. This is so incredible. You know, I, I was talking to some social workers, by the way, throughout the country who are gonna be a part of this amazing program. And they were absolutely in awe that there is an opportunity for a child in our system to be given a Briggs and Riley. Um, I really would like to go back to seven years ago when you all decided to do this program. Well, um, uh... Thanks again for allowing me to uh, be with you on the show here. Um, it, uh, it actually went back a little more than the seven years. Um, and the, um, the, the impetus of the whole program was um, at a travel goods show. Uh, I think it was about 10, 10 years ago or so. Uh, I was talking to somebody who um, was in in the foster system and was um, doing things very much the way you said you experienced, where he was explaining to me at our luggage show booth uh, about um, the foster care system and his role in it and uh, what his involvement was and how um, it would be wonderful if a luggage company were involved in what he did because he explained how these kids that leave foster care on the first day that they're getting adopted by a family, it's a, a wonderful, happy, momentous day that is filled with excitement and, and, um, and, and so much joy. And then, you know, the child walks out of the foster home and gets into their hopefully forever family car. And, um, they're walking out with a trash bag and how, you know, sort of, you know, it just takes the bloom off the rose. And, um, and that was really something that stuck with me after that conversation. Um, and I came back to the office and we started talking about trying to do something with addressing that, that issue, because you can imagine a, a, a five-year-old, an eight-year-old, a 10-year-old, you know, in your case, a teenager, um, you know, having this, this amazing day, but having it, you know, sort of besmirched by throwing everything in a trash bag and what that must feel like. I, I can only imagine you've actually experienced it. So um, we spoke to the folks, um, you know, we, I spoke to the folks back at the office and we started formulating some ideas, you know, how can this work? What can we do? Is there a way to put something into place. And um, a couple of years later, the logistics were able to be figured out and 
some kind of program was able to be put together. And what we ended up with, which I'm really very proud of, is a case for giving. Um, and we, um, we invited our retailers to participate. And they really were wonderful, wonderful partners in helping to um, have this program come to fruition. So, you know, Richard, I know one of the things about Briggs & Riley is that you all guarantee your luggage for life, for mm -hmm. life. So I did my research and I have, there's no other luggage company out there that does that, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, there is a warranty on the higher end scale in um, luggages like yours is. Um, I consider your luggage the S class of luggage, mm -hmm. um, but you're the only company out there that guarantees the luggage for life. Does that, does that guarantee go along with the kids who are going to be receiving this as well so if you know Susie is off to college with her her piece of Briggs and Riley and that wheel breaks um for me which by the way I want everybody to know this um Reese pulled out the luggage because I'm getting ready to go on a trip and he and we were laughing because I was like you know this piece of luggage has had over 100,000 miles on it. And I say that because that's how much I tra I've traveled up prior to the pandemic. And it looks brand new. It, it really looks brand new. So do you do you continue that that um, thought of guaranteeing this piece of luggage for life? You know, when when we um, when we sell a piece of um, Briggs and Riley luggage, um, the guarantee, as you pointed out, um, is is for life. If something goes goes bad with the bag, then we take it upon ourselves as part of that that commitment to the consumer. So what I would say is when when somebody has a Briggs and Riley bag that has a, a defect or something gets broken on it, uh, we don't ask for a receipt. We don't ask where did you get it. We don't say you know are you the original owner or anything of the sort. So um effectively the warranty would apply on any bag that has the briggs and riley name on it um and um and it would be uh it would be repaired that is amazing you know i actually was able to speak to some of your retailers and i actually was in one of your retail stores a couple of weeks ago and he and and you know um i told him i said i really want you to tell me the truth what's the favorite bag here in this store? And as you know, these retailers sell more than just the Briggs and Riley brand. And he actually said that the Briggs and Riley brand was the most popular and it was because of the guarantee. Um, and it was because of how it holds up and that the, I think he had said he'd been there for three or four years and he had never had anyone bring up Briggs and Riley back to even needing repair. So, you know, that alone tells us, you know, um, what an amazing product this is and you know i want to go back to the fact of what you said you know a, a child you know coming into the system a child being adopted to their forever family a child who's aging out and and giving them that trash bag you know can really do so much damage you know the children in foster care richard actually suffer from post-traumatic stress disorder twice the rate as our combat veterans coming back from the front line mm -hmm. and if the damage that we do by giving them a trash bag um, you know, I've seen the look on kids' faces either when they've been given a trash bag or in our case, they're given a comfort case and you do mm -hmm. see a different light in their eyes. You know, um, 
we've kicked this program off a couple of days ago. And so, you know, we've got social service agencies all over the country who are waiting to take these cases in. Tell me exactly what someone who has a Briggs and Riley bag and they want to participate in this program, what exactly can they do? So um, up until uh, up until this year, uh, the program um, was basically centered around uh, retail stores, brick and mortar stores. So we would um, we would try and get as many retailers around the country, brick and mortar retailers, whether it's department stores, luggage specialty stores, uh, to be part of this uh, program. And simply put, people would bring a bag, a, a usable piece of luggage into the retail store. And it, it didn't even have to be a Briggs and Riley bag. Uh, because, um, you know, our, our feeling was if someone has a, a piece of luggage that's sitting around and it's no longer, you know, needed by them, uh, then, you know, put it to use. Let's, um, let's have it have a second life and a second purpose. So um, we will actually um, make the program such that people can bring any, any brand of luggage into the retail store and they'll get a credit that can then be applied to the purchase of a, uh, a Briggs and Riley bag and will help facilitate that used piece of luggage uh, to be donated to a local foster, uh, foster home or until comfort cases. We were kind of um, working with our retailers for them to figure out where that bag would best be able to uh, be um, going to so most of the time we, we try to connect with a local foster home with that, um, with that retailer. Um, sometimes it would be like a, a battered women's shelter or something like that. So the beauty of what we're doing now with comfort cases is the intended purpose that the program was created for now has the opportunity to be uh, a nationwide network of foster homes to really direct every piece of luggage that's returned to a foster home. Um, this year, we're really excited about the idea that um, we were able to bring the logistics of that and the technology of that to actually be part of our um, Briggs, Briggs and Riley website. So oh, yeah. people can actually um, return their luggage and uh, to us in, um, in our warehouse. And we will then uh, give them a credit for them to use in that way. And then we're consolidating all those bags and we're working with you and comfort cases to make sure those bags get in the right hands. You know, I, I say this all the time about books. There's no such thing as a used book. It's only a book that's been loved. And I will mm -hmm. say this right now. There's no such thing as a used Briggs and Riley luggage. It's only a piece of luggage that's been loved. You know, right. we're going to take a break right now. Listen, whether you're listening to us on your favorite podcast platform, Apple, Deezer, Google, Spotify, um, I would like for you to please, please make sure you do me a big favor. Number one, share the podcast. 
there are people out there who are listening to this and they don't realize that their friends who have a Briggs and Riley um, or another piece of luggage that they want to donate um, do not know about this program. Please also make sure that you leave a comment. If you have a question, you can always email us at fosteringchange at comfortcases.org. And do me a favor. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. You know, this is our first season that we've actually been on YouTube where you can actually watch our podcast. You know, last year we were absolutely humbled to be voted one of the top 10 podcasts in foster care and adopt. This year, I hope we get that honor again. And that's why we've added our YouTube channel. So we'll be right back. And once again, please make sure you visit Briggs dash riley.com and find out about this amazing program that kicked off on may 1st for national foster care awareness month thank you this episode of fostering change is sponsored by comfort cases a national nonprofit that is inspiring our communities to bring dignity and hope to youth in foster care you know, for just $10 a month, you can support the Comfort Cases mission to eliminate trash bags from the foster care system. For every $10 donated, a Comfort XL duffel bag will be given to a child entering foster care. Please help us be part of the change. Go to comfortcases.org and see how you can help a child entering our foster care system. Well, welcome back. You know, it's um, National Foster Care Awareness Month, and this is our first podcast that we're kicking off for this amazing month. And I'm so excited that we're actually kicking it off with my friend Richard Krulik, who is the CEO of Briggs and Riley. You know, in the first half of the, the show, we were talking about this amazing program, A Case for Giving, how you can actually go in and donate your Briggs and Riley to any of the local um, distributors or even go to their website. You know, it really made me think a lot about, you know, corporate responsibility. It's something that I talk about quite often. Up until last year, Comfort Cases, which is eight years old now, we have delivered over 150,000 comfort cases in all 50 states, DC and Puerto Rico. And we have done this up until this year without much corporate sponsors. And so when Briggs and Riley came in and said that they wanted to stand next to us, and by the way, this is something I say quite often, we have had companies come and they've talked to me about it. I love to have a corporate sponsor, but let me tell you what I don't want. I don't need your check. What I need you to do is stand next to me. Stand next to me and weather the storm of foster care, which is what Briggs and Riley is doing. You know, and I am hearing, Richard, that you guys, when I first thought that this was something you did seven years ago, this has actually started a while back. Um, I'd like to talk a little bit about what you feel corporate responsibility is to our communities. Okay. Well, First of all, I, I think what you've done with comfort cases is, is just amazing and the responsibility that you've taken to help a cause that's near and dear to your heart. So, um, you know, I just want to recognize that first and foremost. But, um, you know, my, my feeling is, and, and we've done um, a handful of corporate uh, uh, outreaches where we've taken, taken um, some uh, participation in things that I feel and hopefully people throughout my company feel 
we can make a difference as a collective group. Um, I, you know, without getting political or anything like that, I don't, I don't think political views should, should enter into it, but I do feel that social good and the collective, um, the collective power of a group of people in a company can certainly make a difference to improve lives of those around us and um, certainly foster, foster care and helping uh, the kids that are finding their forever home is something that I just felt was a very worthwhile initiative and effort that we took on as, as a company. And I think companies should do something where they can take that collective power of all the people in their company and try and do something that doesn't have to be controversial. It doesn't have to be um, Republican or Democrat or, or things like that. It could just be something to make the world a little better tomorrow than it was yesterday. So, um, you know, we do things um, like comfort, uh, like uh, case forgiving is an important one. We're also focusing very much on being a much more sustainable company and partnering with um, uh, the um, National Forest Foundation to try and help with that. Um, we've worked over the years, um, many, many years, over 20 years with uh, Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation. Now they're known as JDRF, um, very simply. And um, so we've taken our, our collective power and just tried to make an impact on making the world a better place. And, um, and a case for giving is one that I'm really proud that we've, that we've kept going for all the years that we've done it. And we're, we're in, a, we're in a, an industry that is uniquely positioned to really help with the type of product that we make. So it really works out wonderful that we can not only help the sustainability by keeping usable bags out of a landfill so that feeds the sustainability part of it but we could also help kids that are in foster care that you know can have that dignity of using products that we make and that our competitors make that we make sure get repurposed and reused and loved a second time as you so well put it at the first part of the uh, program you know, the fact is, is you're doing what we all should be doing, which is being good humans. You know, um, the, we need to invest in our future and to invest in a child in foster care is actually investing in our future. When it we is. look at the average of about 30,000 children a year who are aging out of foster care and that 70% of those children will actually become homeless. Um, I think a lot about what my friend Tiffany Haddish says, you know, she and I um, have this goal of no more trash bags. She's given out thousands of pieces of luggage. And when she was in foster care and she received her first piece of luggage, it was how it made her feel. And it's like me, when I bought my first Briggs and Riley, it was like how it made me feel. It's, it, it is a difference. And I don't think people realize, you know, I want to go back a little bit because I was so excited to hear you say this. You talked about, you know, the luggage not ending in the landfill. 
fills. So by abling to repurpose these beautiful pieces of luggage, um, we are actually, your, your company is actually doing several things. I mean, not only are you giving this, you know, gently loved piece of luggage to, to a child who, by the way, I'm going to say this right off the bat. My son, 20 years old, arrived in my home at the age of 18 with a trash bag. Um, and there would have been a never in a day would he ever thought that he would be able to buy or to have a Briggs and Riley. Um, that's many, many kids in the system. So here you're able to give this piece of luggage to them, but you're also protecting our future by, you know, keeping these pieces of luggage out of landfills, when, which by the way, these are being filled with landfills. You know, in my, I live in, I live in a little town called Darnstown, Maryland, and it's Montgomery County, Maryland. And we actually have a, um, we have a bill that if you, um, you cannot use um, trash bags at the grocery store. And if you do have to use a plastic bag, you have to pay. Um, isn't that crazy that we can do that, but we still give these to kids in foster care and they yeah. fill our landfill? Yeah. You, you know, yeah. what made you decide, because, you know, I like I said, I've done some research on Briggs and Riley, and you guys do do a lot when it comes to um, making sure that our future planted is, is our planet is, is, is we leave it cleaner than it is. Um, what, what was that aha moment for you to make that step as well? Because I hear that you do a lot of things within your, even your corporate office when it comes to recycling, when it comes to the lighting, all of those things. You know, I, I think, I think it's been something that's always been a uh, part of who I am in terms of just being, uh, trying to be sensible with, um, uh, not waste and, uh, helping the planet. I mean, this is, you know, we all live here. It's our, it's our only planet. So there's, there's little argument to be had about trying to do things to make it a better place for all of us. There may be, there may be multiple sides of an argument about, you know, degrees of climate change and, and certain, um, you know, subtleties within that discussion, but there's no question that anything that any of us could do to make the planet a little less, um, a little less polluted and a little less, you know, just wasted um, is, is a benefit. So um, there's, a, there's a, uh, a radio commercial I hear in New York a lot where I live. Um, uh, I think it's called like Just One Thing. And it, it's, it's very smart. They say, you know, they, they give an example of just one thing that somebody could do. And, um, and that resonated with me a lot when I, when I hear it, because I think very much in that way, if, if we all can do just one thing, if we could stop using plastic bottles, if we could, you know, take that piece of luggage and keep it out of a landfill and, and do two things by also giving it to a foster child. Um, it just, it just really makes a lot of sense to me. And I think that's something that we can all make an impact on in our own little ways. Um, it doesn't have to be where somebody dedicates their whole life to, to a cause like, like you so wonderfully have. Um, but if everybody in 
our company and everybody in different parts of the world were to do a couple of little things on a consistent basis, it could really, really move the needle. So, um, so, you know, all of these puzzle pieces come together so nicely to be, you know, trying to come up with some, some ways to make the world a better place is, is what the overall, um, you know, effort is that we, that we're trying to do. You know, I, I agree with you 100%. If we all just did one thing, um, you know, I believe that we are a, war, a world full of doers. Um, I just believe that some of us just don't know what to do. And, yeah. you know, with comfort cases, we hope that, you know, we're leading them towards that. And whether you're giving to, you know, the local homeless shelter or you're going down the beach and picking up, you know, re- bottles that have come up onto the shoreline, whatever it is, it's the fact that if we just would do, um, you know, and we can all make a difference. We can all make a difference. My passion, you know, I, as I tell people, I took my pain into passion when it came to foster care, you know, I, I that was for me and for other people, it's other things, but you are right. It is, it's the whole doing thing. You know, Richard, I said this a long time ago when this first popped up and you and I were going to have this call and that, you know, we've had so many meetings. Um, you and I both are very similar in the one thing that I have seen. Your team and my team are amazing. And they are amazing. And I figured this out just the other day. And I think this is something that Briggs and Riley does um, on a daily basis. When you have an employee that works for a company that truly cares about not only them, but the environment that they live in. And that environment, as you can say, could be whether we pick up trash, helping children in foster care, whether we're helping with homelessness or trying to cure a disease. The fact that employees see their leaders, and by the way, you're a leader, um, to see their leaders truly care um, is to me is the reason why I think we have such great teams. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. We we are blessed with a wonderful, passionate, caring staff, and um, their hearts are very big, and they are very sincerely trying to do the things that we work on. And I guess a company sort of attracts, you know, the, a like-minded type, and um, and we're very blessed to have people in our company that truly do take an interest in trying to move forward on the things that we are um, are doing together as a corporation. Sustainability, comfort, uh, uh, case forgiving, uh, JDRF. We had so much wonderful involvement over so many years. And, um, and I think people really appreciate being part of something that they make a difference, but then their difference gets amplified by all the other people that are around them. And, and that just really makes their, their sm- what might be a small difference much, much more impactful and much more noticed by them. So um, I, think, I think that's part of the responsibility that we have as a company to try and create that noticeable change by the, um, by the, the, the grouping together of all the people within the company. 
Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Well, I will tell you, this has been an amazing conversation. You know, for all of our listeners, our viewers who are watching on YouTube, um, we can do this together, my friends. This is an amazing opportunity. Um, you know, a case for giving. Please, there are retail stores all over our country that you can actually go in and make a difference make a difference. You can actually go in, you can visit briggs-riley.com. You can find out about this amazing program. You can actually go to Comfort Cases landing page and you'll be able to click on and find out how you can be a part of this program. You know, this program is for the month of May for National Foster Care Awareness Month. But I will tell you, this is not the last time that you're gonna see Comfort Cases and Briggs and Riley partner up. I just know that. I know that because we're like-minded people. And as my friend Richard said, this is not political, okay? This isn't red or blue. Kids who are in the foster care system, they do not care how you vote. What they care about is that you care about them. Care about them. You Very know? well said. Very well Thank said. you, my friend. That's that's something that we all need to realize. And and you know, Richard, thank you so much for being a guest on Fostering Change. You know, if you have any questions, please, you know, you can always email us at fosteringchange at comfortcases.org. Please visit briggsandriley.com. Support what you all know that you can feel that love in your heart. I have people reach out to me all the time and say, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? Well, here I'm letting you know what you can do. Not only can you not fill our landfills, which by the way, we all know that is taking away land that we do desperately need, but you're able to help a child who is either coming in the foster care system, who is aging out of the foster care system. And by the way, I've all told you about the boy, the boy who I met, that for three years in foster care, he went to 11 homes and all 11 homes, he carried a trash bag. We can't do that any longer, my friends. We have to have more care for children who are in our system. And we're doing that with Briggs and Riley. So once again, thank you, everybody. Please listen to our podcast, share our podcast, comment our podcast. And I hope each and every one of you decide, as Richard said, do something. Just one thing a day. Just one thing a day. Let's do something. And let's see how our world will change. Take care, everyone. I would like to thank all of you for listening to the Fostering Change podcast. You can subscribe on all of your favorite podcast streaming platforms, including Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Make sure you follow Comfort Cases on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, and Twitter at Comfort Cases. Check out the Fostering Change blog at comfortcases.org. And I know some of you have a question, and I know some of you would love to be a guest. Please personally reach out to me at fosteringchange at comfortcases.org. That's fosteringchange at comfortcases.org. Then do me a big favor. Please help spread the word. Share this podcast. Share it with your friends and your family. Remember, I say this quite often, we're all part of the same community 
And that community, it's not our zip code, but our human race. Let's all make a difference.